What's up, y'all? It's Ebony Christina, and welcome back to the Fuck Your 20s podcast. This is the second episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching, if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, before we get started with today's episode, please do me a favor. Make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel if you want to watch the video version of the podcast. Uh, also, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and also Anchor. So wherever you want to listen to your podcast, go there, search Ebony Christina or Fuck Your 20s, and you should find it. And make sure you subscribe and also do me a favor and rate me on Apple Podcasts. If you are here at the podcast for the first time and you want to know what is the Fuck Your 20s podcast about, the Fuck Your 20s podcast, Fuck Your 20s podcast. I'm still working on like my intro pitch but basically, it is twofold. Fuck your 20s. I am talking to my girls who are in your 20s and who are past your 20s to say, fuck your 20s, fuck the expectation of your 20s, fuck everything that we hold ourselves to, trying to be perfectionists in our 20s, because your 20s is meant to just get out there, do what you want, dream big, and fuck it up. So go out there and fuck your 20s. I want you to do it figuratively, and I want you to do it literally. Go fuck your 20s. So shout out to all my girls who are saying, fuck your 20s shout out to all my girls who are going to embrace the notion of fucking your 20s now for my women who are past your 20s such as myself um if you are still holding on to what happened in your 20s what didn't happen in your 20s i'm gonna need you to let that go we gotta we gotta let that go we gotta let all that baggage go because it's not good for us and it's like fuck it fuck your 20s okay and if you're in your 20s now and you're going through your quarter life crisis Trust me, I've been there. The quarter-life crisis, if you're not familiar, is basically when you hit about 25 years old, you go through a period, which is kind of like a, an, a man going through a midlife crisis in his 50s. You're, you're 25, you're halfway to 30, and you just feel like, oh my God, I'm not doing enough. What's happening? What am I doing with my life? I need to be doing more, more, more. And it's like, chill out. Like, chill out. Your 20s, it ain't that deep. Fuck your 20s. It's not that serious. So I want you guys to breathe and think of your 20s as just like you're just living, being, and doing, and nothing in your 20s really matters. That's the that's the T right there. Like nothing in your 20s really matters. You can make all kinds of mistakes, and by the time you surpass your 20s, it won't even matter, and you have so much more time in the future to make up for any mistakes or mishaps you've made. So uh, where do we get started today? So I finally, I put out the first episode. Uh, you guys seem to like it. Still getting my views and my listens up, but for the ones who did tune in, thank you so much uh, for supporting and uh, all the lovely comments. And I hope you like this episode as well. So uh, today is September 3rd. This past weekend was Labor Day weekend. I hope you all had a good uh, holiday weekend. Mine was pretty nice. Uh, I didn't do anything fancy. I wasn't out of town. Didn't take any trips or anything, which is pretty good because, like, Miami and the Bahamas and all that was going through a hurricane. Um, but, you know, I had a pretty chill holiday weekend. Um, yesterday, I went to the movies, so I spent my Labor Day just chill, not working, not creating any content. But I did go to the movies, and I saw Spider-Man, which was actually really good. I mean, like, I really enjoyed it. I went with my boyfriend and one of his friends who was in town. Um, his friend had been in town for like 10 days. And yesterday was the day that he flew out. So we kind of just had like a chill day. And 
we went to the movies, uh, saw Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. It was funny. It had action. It had love. So that's kind of like my kind of movie. And Zendaya was in it. And I love me some Zendaya. So I was all into it. So if you like Marvel type movies um, or you just want to kind of see like a, a good fun, funny movie, definitely recommend to go see Spider-Man. Uh, I didn't, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. What else did I do? Um, and I kind of basically took it easy. You know, we took him to breakfast. We went to our favorite breakfast spots where we live. And, uh, yeah, so it's your holiday. So I hope yours was good. Maybe a little more eventful than mine. Um, so I'm back with my next podcast episode. I don't really know what I want to talk about this podcast, which is not really a great way to start it off. Uh, I have a couple of things in mind. It's been kind of a slow news week as far as like topics to talk about, but, um, you know, we're going to get into some stuff and, you know, chat up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to answer a question. I had a question asked to me, um, in the comments, in the YouTube comments of my last videos, which she asked some really good questions. So I'm going to answer those questions uh, towards towards the end of this podcast episode. So let's see what's been going on. Uh, Beyonce's birthday is tomorrow. So happy birthday to the queen. Uh, she's already been posting like pictures on Instagram and getting us all hyped up. So this, we're the beehive. So uh, if you don't know, this is a, an area, this is a safe place for members of the beehive because I am a Beyonce fan. I, I just adore her. Uh, she was like, she... <sighs> She's just, she's, she's awesome. She's everything. She was the first concert that I ever went to when I was 20. She, it was for my birthday. She was in my city for my birthday. That was the first concert that I had ever been to in my life. I gathered all my girls up. Maybe I was like 19. I gathered all my girls up and went, we, we, we went to the Dangerously in Love concert here in Detroit. So, and it was just amazing. And I've been in love with her ever since. Like the Dangerously in Love album, I remember uh, when I was going through like my little young love, I went through a heartbreak with like basically kind of like my first puppy love guy. And I remember like crying myself to sleep, listening to Dangerously in Love and listening to me, myself and I. And yes, so like Beyonce will always have a, a place in my heart. So I just love Beyonce. And so shout out to her and happy birthday to the Queen Bee. And I will be posting about her on my Instagram page tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, shout out to all the members of the Beehive. Okay, so where do we go from here? N news. I want to have a segment. So I have like my little script here, my like my cue card, I guess, if you will. Um, so I want to have like a segment for like the catch up where I just go over like what's been happening in pop culture, the news. And honestly, this has been kind of a slow week. Uh, not much I feel like has been going on. Um, yeah, really not much at all. The Made in America festival happened recently and obviously I wasn't there. It would have been nice, but, uh, I just don't pay attention to festivals that much to like, uh, book it and, you know, just try to plan months in advance to go to a festival. But the Made America Festival did happen this weekend, which is put on by uh, basically like Rock Nation, Jay-Z, Beyonce, his whole little crew. And um, so that, a lot of that was going on on social media, a lot of pictures and whatever. I, I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but I always dreamed that one day I'm going to go. One day I'm going to make the effort and go out to Philadelphia and be there for the Made in America Festival. So if you did get a chance to go, um, kudos to you. That's pretty cool. 
Um, like I think the Duce Palooza guys were there and a lot of big name. I think Cardi B, she performed there. So I could have watched it on Tidal because I do have Tidal, but I, I don't know, was busy <laughs> doing nothing. So let's talk about some real stuff. I wanted to get into the topic this week. So uh, what I want to do is sh let's shout out to Cassie. Okay, I want to shout out to Cassie and we're going to talk about her a little bit in this episode because I am just so in awe and inspired by the transformation she has made this summer. If anybody has summer, okay, so summer's up, right? Basically, summer's pretty much up. It is September 3rd after Labor Day. Now is basically fall. I even have on my uh, brown nail polish today. I couldn't wait to start wearing my brown and maroon nail polishes. So it is fall. So if we have to pick a winner for Hot Girl Summer, I think it is safe to say that Cassie is the winner of Hot Girl Summer. I think she did it up the biggest. I think she took uh, charge of her life and her love, and she made a step in the right direction, and it has really paid off for her. So for those of you who don't know who Cassie is or don't know what um, has been going on with her this summer, Cassie is, um, she's, I think she's best known as being Diddy's girlfriend, P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. She's best known as being Diddy's girlfriend. They were together for 10 years, but outside of being Diddy's girlfriend, she's actually a music artist. Um, she's like a fashion icon cause she's like, she's dressed so fierce, but yeah, she's a music artist. She started off in the scene about 10 years ago with, uh, I cannot think of the song right now. Actually, I'm drawing a blank. Um, um, some song, I forget. I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm on the spot, but she is a music artist. She put out a mixtape, uh, several years ago called Rockabye Baby, which I am a huge fan of. If you never listened to Rockabye Baby, like that mixtape goes, it is really good. And I'm so disappointed that she hadn't had any follow-up music since then. I attribute that probably to Diddy because I think he's probably the reason why she hasn't put out more music, but that's alleged. I don't really know, but that's just what I assume because I'm sure she's probably passionate about her music. So anyway, Cassie and Diddy have been together for 10 years and just recently she they broke up. Probably she broke up with him, but they broke up. They went their sep separate ways at the beginning of this year. Um, also, um, a couple other things happened in Diddy's life. His um, the mother of his children, the beautiful Kim Porter, rest in peace, she passed away. And I'm sure Diddy probably went down an emotional spiral because as he said, she was the love of his life and he regretted not marrying her. Now, probably not the thing you want to hear your man say if you are his girlfriend at the time, who Cassie was, and then he's saying that another woman was the love of his life and he wished he'd marry her. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. So shortly after that, Probably was a lot. Cassie probably wasn't ready to be somebody's, um, be a stepmom or something. I don't know. And they end up going their separate ways. I say good for her. Now, since they have gone their separate ways, she is in a new relationship. Not only is she in a new relationship, but she is engaged and she's also expecting a baby. I think a baby girl. I think she's expecting a baby girl. This all happened in one year. Like, in less than a year, she got out of a relationship. She started dating a new man who she probably, I don't know. I'm about to speculate, but let me stop. But so she got a new man. She got pregnant. She got engaged. And this man seems to, based on, like, his social media, his name is, I think, Alex. 
Alex Fine. Uh, his he is like seems to be really in love with her, and they seem to be really in love. And she, you know, she has completely changed her life around. And uh, as far as her love life goes, and I just say like, rock on, kudos to her for getting out of a situation that she never truly looked happy in to me. Like when you see her in pictures, she went for more of the stoic look, which is, you know, more you're giving face, you're not smiling, you know, you're kind of like, um, what's her name? Victoria, um, like Victoria, like the posh, Victoria posh, or I forget her name, but you're giving face, you're voguing, you're not smiling. She always just kind of looks to me a little sad, uh, but maybe, like I said, she was just giving face, but now she seems more bright and putting herself, she just seems more in love and more filled with life, and I think that is, we. I think we all can learn something from Cassie, okay, and that's where I want to take this to. I think we can all learn from something from that. I think it's something truly to be said about making a change, even though it's something that she had probably been used to. She had probably, you know, gotten obviously used to a certain lifestyle being with Diddy. You get the best of the best. You know, you get access to everywhere, probably unlimited cash you want, you know. And it takes a lot of guts to be able to walk away from what you know and what you're used to and try something different where you're not knowing what's on the other side. And then also, you know, to take a chance on finding love or taking a chance on getting what you truly deserve. I think, like I said, we all can take a lesson about that because it, she, hmm, how can I say this? Sometimes we get caught up on history. Oh, I've been with this guy or I've been at this job or I've been dealing with this for so long. There's just so much history there. I can't walk away. Or we get scared to walk away because we don't know what's on the other side of that door. Maybe if we walk away, my lifestyle won't be as great as it was before. Uh, and I, I'm sure she had to make that same decision. And when she had the courage to go out and walk on probably faith, because it probably takes a lot of faith to do that, to walk out on faith, Look, look what God blessed her with. A brand new baby, a good looking man who loves her. And now she got a ring and she's about to have her family. You know, I just I just love to see that. And that really gives me inspiration in my own life. Because Lord knows I too have been in relationships. And I'm sure a lot of us women can attest to this. You've been in a relationship with a man. Y'all have been together or had been together on and off or had history for so long that you don't fully want to walk away because you're comfortable there. You're comfortable with him. You know, it's hard, but that's all that you know. And you don't know if you leave, if you're going to have the same thing. Trust me when I say I have been through the same thing. Even recently in my life, uh, I had an ex-boyfriend that I was dealing with and we were very much on and off, in and out, you know, of each other's lives. But no matter what, we seem to always find our way back to each other in our little dysfunctional relationship where we, neither one of us probably really wanted to be there, but we were just so comfortable and it was just fun for us and, um, you know, and you just, you just kind of gravitate back towards each other. And finally, like just... A little over a year ago, I had to make the decision to just finally just cut him off, cut the shit off because he wasn't going to give me what I felt like I deserved, what I need out of a relationship. And I wasn't the woman that he wanted. Like, that's just not what he pictured for his woman is not the person that I am and who I am is just and what I'm looking for in a man. He's not the kind of guy that's going to give it to me. And he even made that clear to me, like. No, I'm not going to do that. No, da, da, da. So, hey, it's like, what was I supposed to do? If somebody's telling you 
what they're not going to do for you, what they're not going to give you. Or if you see that you're not getting what you feel like you desire, if you feel like you're just like wasting your time on the inside, because we know our hearts, it always knows, then you got to you gotta finally get the curse to move on. One of my favorite quotes, I don't even know who this quote is by. I'll research and try to figure out if anybody knows, let me know. Uh, but my one of my favorite quotes is, you have to know when to get up from the table when love is no longer being served. That is a word because truly you really do. And you know when love is no longer on the table. You know when you're not getting what you desire and what you deserve. And you got to know when be like, I'm out. I got to go because this is not going to give me what I want. I'm wasting my time, precious time. And we all know that time is the most precious resource we have on this earth. You can't get your time back. So um, I'm inspired by that. And I am a big believer in walking away when you know your time is being wasted. It takes us time to have the courage to walk away because even though my ex, he didn't treat me. Now this is, yeah, even though my ex, he didn't treat me how I knew I should have been treated, it was still fun being with him. And a part of me kind of liked that chase and that his whole playing hard to get and not really opening his heart up to me. So dysfunctional of me. Uh, a part of me liked that. And I think a part of him liked the fact that um, I was a different kind of girl than what he was used to. And then I wouldn't, I there was also a chase to me. So it was just total dysfunction, total ego and if I had not walked away from him, oh, he would have been perfectly fine with us having this cat and mouse game going on. Like, he was cool. It didn't bother him because he was still probably really doing his thing. And, um, you know, he had no problems about it. And that goes into, like, the male ego. So a man will keep you there as long as you allow him to. And even when that man comes back and he's like, oh, you know, why you acting like that? I change. And, you know, look how long we've been together. How you know you're going to meet somebody better than me? You don't even know that guy. Like, you know, all the stuff they say, that's just his ego talking. <laughs> that is just his ego talking. And I learned that one too. Like, just because a man is trying to get you back every time you leave him and you tell him it's the last time, it is just his ego seeing if he can get you back. He doesn't even necessarily probably even want to be with you. Like my ex, I'm like, you don't really love me. You don't want to be with me. I'm not the girl for you. You know that. But he just, it was, it was a part of like his ego trip to be like, oh, he could get Ebony back whenever he wanted. You know, oh, she play hard to get. We, you know, do the little, you know, um, back and forth thing. But eventually I'll get her and I've won. And I told him that that's just your ego. Uh, last winter. In January, around his birthday, he reached out to me, like, a couple days before his birthday. And I'm in a new relationship by then. And I talked to him because I'm at the point where I've moved on. I don't have any feelings for him. I'm not going back because my situation I have now is so much of a better fit for me that I would be a fool to go back to my ex. And uh, so I ended up just talking to him on the phone, like, okay, what do you want? What What's up? You know, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And I told him, like... And he and he even started talking, oh, let's get back together. We should, you know, why you why you acting like that? Da, da, da. And I'm just like, that's just your ego talking. You don't you don't want to be with me. That's your ego. What man, here you go talking about that's my ego. So um so women, the point is we have to take charge of our own destinies, charge of our own love and our hearts. And you gotta really take inventory and evaluate the toxic relationships you're in. And I'm speaking right now of like romantic relationships, 
but you have to look at, you know, working relationships, friendships, even family members and figure out, you know, how are you being treated? How does this sit well with you? Do you need to walk away from this table? Because love is no longer on the platter. And I feel like when you take those inventories, you will find that I feel like God will reward you. You know, whatever you believe in, God, the universe, um, whatever your spirituality is. But I do think that there is something that when we make a change in our lives and we do it on faith, I think there is a reward system, almost like karma, uh, that comes back in a boomerang and then you're gifted with more blessings. And I think that what happened to Cassie is the perfect realization of that for us to see. Now, we don't know what she's truly going through, um, you know, but just based on the outside imagery, that looks like the perfect case of stepping out of your comfort zone and then just a miracle and joy waiting for you on the other side. And like I said, I've gone through the same thing. So I see where she is and I can appreciate that because when I left my ex-boyfriend alone and there was, honestly, there was like two, three, <laughs> three ex-boyfriends that I had to finally cut straws with. And when I decided to do that and then I went on this whole just like five, six months of just time for ebony not dating just really kind of a depression but just trying to rebuild myself and figure out who I am again when I came out of that is when I met the guy that I'm with now and like being with him is just like a breath of fresh air because now I feel like I'm actually with a man who I get along with great and I feel like the things that I'm the, the things I used to beg my ex-boyfriend to do and my, this, this was my ex-boyfriend since I was 17 years old we went to prom together the things I used to beg him to do come so easily for the guy that I'm with now. And it's just like crazy. And it's sometimes I'm like, I don't know, sometimes I just look at my boyfriend like, who are you? Like, you know, who are you and who sent you? But, you know, but that's not to say that my boyfriend is perfect because everybody has their thing. But for right now, he's perfect for me. But I will not, I don't ever for a second think that like, if my boyfriend did anything or turned to be anybody else in who he is now that doesn't fit well with me or doesn't treat me as good, um, don't for a second think I won't leave him because I will, you know, and that's because I love me more than I love anybody else. So, so that's my uh, opinion about Cassie. Shout out to her. I hope we all can find the strength that we have and I hope we all can uh, get the get the the miracles and the joy out of being courageous and making that step to take charge of our lives. And yeah, so congratulations to Cassie. And if you're going through something like that, I hope you have the strength to go ahead and say, fuck that nigga too, or, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's, um, that was the topic of the fuck your 20s topic for this month. I'm about to try and get this wrapped up. Um, but I did want to go over a question that one of uh, our listeners or watchers uh, asked of me um, in the comments, the YouTube comments of the last podcast episode. So let me bring that up. I should be prepared. Um, but yeah. Okay. So here we go. So uh, Sherelle underscore 007 uh, left a very nice comment on last week's episode. And she had a few questions. And I thought they were such good questions that I wanted to answer them on the podcast. Uh, so she said, a great first episode. Thank you. I really appreciated that comment because, you know, uh, you just never know. I like to know how, I love feedback and to know how things are being perceived and is there any tweaks I should make. So keep them coming. 
She said, I love the podcast and listen to them. Uh, she said, I love podcasts and listen to them more than music as well, which I do. She said, what are some of your favorite podcasts? Um, where did you go or what did you do differently to meet your current spouse since you stated he's different from your past mates? Any recommendations? Oh, any book recommendations? I can't read today. And of all the places you've lived, what what was your favorite and why? All right, so uh, a few questions, really good stuff. So uh, what are some of my favorite podcasts? Uh, just to ramble off a few, The Friend Zone, The Read, Brilliant Idiots. I love podcasts, just kind of about nothing, just conversation. Uh, I like Pod Saves America, which if you are into politics and you're a Democrat, that's a good podcast to keep up with what's going on with the presidential election coming up. Uh, Angela, Angela Yee's lip service is another one of my favorites. There's a podcast with a guy and a girl out of LA called dualities that I like. Um, and I think I posted more, so I responded to her in the comments, but those are just a few of the podcasts that I'm really enjoying right now. Oh, the thick is a really cute podcast with two girls out of LA. Uh, one is with Tabrina, who is a model and her best friend, uh, Mindy. And they're just like super funny, super cute. So check out the, the, Check out the um, the thick. So those are some of the podcasts I listen to, but I have plenty more. I'm always listening to podcasts. Just on my way driving home, I was listening to uh, Neil Brennan's podcast, who is like um, a co-comedic writer with uh, Dave Chappelle. So check that one out too. He's really cool. Where did you go or what did you do, do differently to meet your current spouse since you stated he's different from your past mates? So... Um, in this relationship, because, and I'll talk more about like my relationships in another podcast. I'll kind of really dig deep because I have a lot of history with the relationships, but this relationship, um, like I said, I went five months, um, of just like figuring out who Ebony is, what do I really want and what can I change in order to get there? So I really took inventory. That's my thing. Take inventory. I really took inventory of the type of guys that I was dating and why was my relationships always failing? I will always get in these relationships, but they would always go sour because, you know, the guys were always basically doing something wrong, you know, or just not being what I needed. Um, and what I realized is that all my guys that I was dating were the same. Like they were like Sprite, Seven Up, Sierra Miss. They were basically all the same kind of guys. And there's this thing called insanity. And if you do the same thing over and over and over again, you are going to get the same results. So if you want to change something, if you want better results, you better change something. So I decided to try something different. So I did online dating. Uh, I had been on Tinder before when I was a flight attendant, but kind of just like, oh, I'm in the city. Let's, you know, hang out. Somebody to show me around. But this time I kind of took Tinder a little more seriously uh, and actually finding guys with a certain type of criteria, making sure they had this, that, and a third. And then also dating outside of my comfort zone. So I decided to not be stuck on the superficial things, but to date a guy who could treat me well. And so I broadened my horizons, if you will. So the relationship, I, I am actually now dating someone who is not the same race as me, which is something I've, I've actually, I've dated outside my race before. So it's not totally new to me, but I've never dated seriously outside my race. I have like gone on a date or, you know, with a guy who wasn't in my race, but not just kind of seeing what it's like. But this is the first time where I opened myself up to take a person serious as a partner. So 
I am now in a relationship with a guy who is completely different from what I'm from, my background, everything about how we grew up is completely different, but yet we have so much in common and we work so well together. So, um, that's what I did. I just changed it up. I kind of basically, when you're dating, you're filtering, you're figuring out like, uh, oh, he has that, this, that, 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 that. So I kind of unchecked the box of like black and said, you know what? Instead of saying he has to be black, how about I open myself up to all races and let's just see. And, let, and let's just see, you know, what could happen. And I found somebody that was perfect for me. So that's what I changed. And uh, I recommend someone, anybody to do that if you're dating and you find that like, it's not working, change some of your filters, open yourself up more, get outside your comfort zone. It doesn't have to be race, but maybe it's height, you know, maybe it's career, maybe it's education level, you know, change some of your filters up and maybe, and I think people will have better dating results. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm kind of rushing because I need to be done in like seven minutes, but I don't mean to rush because I wish I could be here longer. Any book recommendations? I meant to look at my bookshelf. I have a whole bookshelf on the other side of this wall. Um, hmm. Books that I recommend. The first thing that comes to my mind is a book that kind of changed my life about spirituality when I was about 22 and I was going through a lot in my life is Conversations with God. And it kind of just spoke it kind of just spoke about religion to me in a way that I had never thought about religion and spirituality. So I definitely, I recommend Conversations with God. Um, we're all aware of like most of us, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. I love his books. I have like in, his entire book series basically. Uh, so The Alchemist, that is really good if you're looking to, if you're looking to understand your own spiritual personal journey and your passion and what are you here for, that is a great um, novel that it's like a parable that gives an example of somebody who's going through that same journey. And it is a really good book. So the alchemist I recommend, um, mm, what else? What else? I'm trying to blank on my favorite books. I could just walk around and just look to look at my favorite books, but I don't feel like it. Um, Hmm. What else is another one of my faves? Uh, I guess, you know, I'm just going to throw those two out there for now. And we'll talk more about book recommendations. But I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on, like, my favorite books. I'm reading a book now about life being a simulation and just life being a video game that we're all just living inside of. But that's, like, some nerdy stuff. Yeah, so I recommend those two books, The Alchemist and Conversations with God. And those are kind of more like spiritual journey kind of books. But I think they're a great place to start if you're looking for a good read, a good book that's going to make you have to be a little more uh introspective and hmm oh um dr Dwayne dyer is one of my favorite authors as well uh so any of his books i recommend and i'm just seeing if i have any audiobooks on this phone in front of me and i can't get to it so yeah so those are my book recommendations for now but we'll talk more and is that it was that her last question um, <laughs> oh, and all the places you've lived, what was your favorite and why? That one's an easy one. My favorite place I've ever lived is Texas, Houston, Texas. I have lived in several places and out of all of those, I love Houston, Texas. Just really good people, good weather, great weather. You don't have to deal with winters. Um, the people are so nice and friendly. It's very diverse. So you live amongst 
all types of people. You know, it's not so like segregated and everybody's spread out uh, or separated. And um, the cost of living is lower. So you get a lot more for your money in Houston. And also I like Houston because no state taxes in your paychecks. So I'm going back to Houston. Well, I'm going back to Texas for sure um, within like a year. In a year, I'm going back to Texas. I love it so much. Like where I'm at now is totally temporary. I will be going back down to Texas. So so that's the um, answer to those questions. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We are at about the 35-minute mark. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching the um, video on YouTube. If you have any questions for me that you want to answer, I might make this a segment in the podcast, like answer like kind of listener letters. So if you have those questions, uh, feel free to comment those in the um, comments of the YouTube video. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or even Anchor. Uh, and then also, if you want to see the visual, you can always go on YouTube and all the information will be linked somewhere in the description and follow me on Instagram. And I love talking to you guys. So be sure you talk back. Thank you for being here. And I will see y'all in the next episode next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this one.